and good morning. Let the Monday morning ruckus begin for October 31st, 2022, the spooky Halloween edition. Not quite so spooky, but it is Halloween edition of things you might have heard here from you via the Internet and from the Conversation Project. I am Jake Van Payne, and in the mere moments, you will get 10 news stories from Post-it across the weekend. Uh, 10 of the top stories vetted by you guys as conversationals. Things get, get started, and we have a first here. We'll explain that when we get into the news stories. Stop by our main website, which is this, is a conversationproject.com for more details on behind-the-scenes stuff. That keeps the chatter, chatter, chatter down. You just go there and find yourself, but there's links to our feeds and explanation of what they are, sponsorship opportunities, partnership opportunities, and some of the other things we have going on inside of the Conversation Project. Now, let's get to the stuff, the news for this morning, which was actually the past three days. Story number one, nudes of Wisconsin Badgers volleyball team leaked from player's phone. Police suspect hacking. Now, this is not a repeat. This is not a, a fantasy that you're seeing. This was exactly the same first story we had on Friday, and it's the first story we have here on Monday because the story posted in the wee hours of last Friday, you know, obviously qualified for what's going forward. But the fact that the story blew up and, and the engagement from about um, – one level to about five times that level happened over the weekend. This may not be a big story that was picked up a lot in the big news stations. Maybe your primetime news didn't keep up with it, but this was apparently pretty big on the internets and a lot of folks engaging with this one as well. The most engagement on this story, and I don't have the spreadsheet up at the moment, so I can tell you exactly how much engagement it had over the past weekend, but it was pretty, pretty big to last all weekend and to I'll just blow away any story from the weekend. Now, there have been some updates to the story. Now, the police investigating have no idea what's going on. So much for an update on that one. Uh, they do not suspect the player is doing a some sort of prank or anything like that. But one phone was responsible for having about 40 different pictures uh, shared across the internets, and they're not sure exactly how that phone was accessed. Of course, hackings right now where they're at. Uh, this is a story that we will follow if we get more details on this, because you guys definitely were into this one. So we'll, we'll keep up with this one as time goes along. The number two story for the day, and they're not in particular order. These are just 10 of the top 30 stories from the weekend that were posted. We picked from 30 and kind of whittled them down. People are pretending to be laid off Twitter employees carrying boxes outside of HQ. Now, there are a couple Twitter things involving um, um, Elon Musk and things going on, but this was the story that seemed like the most interesting because Elon Musk basically had a directive to start firing people the night he acquired Twitter. A lot of people... Actors just rolled up in front of the headquarters, walking around with boxes, pretending to be people who were fired from Twitter. It was, you know, production art, if you will. And it was probably really, really, really dumb in the, in the big scheme of things. But it got a lot of attention. And we're talking about it here. You guys want to talk about it going forward. We will see coming down the line if Twitter is going to have that estimated 75 percent of cuts to people in the office. Uh, that's what Elon Musk said at first, and then he backed away, and then he came in and started firing people at the top. So when you fire people at the top, um, you have to make things work out towards the bottoms. We will see how this works out. But right now, enough people think it's funny enough or engaging enough or TikTok-y enough to walk around Twitter with boxes pretending to be fired from that organization. Crush kills at least 146 at Halloween Festival in Seoul. That number, I believe, has risen to 151 or so. And this is a uh, very, very sad, very, very sad, where a Halloween festival celebration, people just hanging out in the streets in Seoul, Korea, uh, were out and about, and then all of a sudden a 
push, a crush, a just sort of a pressure of people just being plowed down and literally crushed to death uh, in the streets of Seoul, Korea. No one really has an idea what started. It wasn't like bangs or fireworks. It's just all of a sudden people were just being pushed to, to places and many people about 151 people died. Uh, two Americans have been uh, listed so far as dying in the actual event. Uh, two of them exchange students. Both of them exchange students. Uh, they're studying abroad for a short period of time. So we send lots of thoughts and prayers to the folks who involved in this one, whether they uh, had family members with lives lost or just people who were hurt in general. Uh, from all the accounts that I've seen so far and read and the pictures I've seen, this was a harrowing and scary situation uh, that, trust me, this is one of the reasons why I don't do group things is because of things like this. Russia halts grain deal after massive Black Sea fleet attack. Uh, I'm not sure if this is the original headline. We had some issues getting the headlines and the links going, so I had to go pull some, some issues. Uh, but um, the link is in the description for what's happening. Now, over the weekend or early in the later part of last week, Russia decided it was going to kill the deal it had with Ukraine to let them ship out grain. Uh, it's a kind of a weird thing where you have an enemy and you're warring with them, but you let them make profit uh, for a lot of reasons. Number one, Everyone needs that grain. Russians need that grain. The Europeans need that grain. And to basically piss off the rest of the world uh, even further uh, is a bad thought. So Russia essentially let a limited amount of grain come out of the um, of Ukraine via the Black Sea as a, as a port. The Ukrainians have stepped up their tax on ships in the Black Sea and around the sea. So because of that, Russia is basically pulling out of the deal and saying, screw you guys. We're just going to bombard you. Now, a lot of these things are just essentially triggers that show you that Russia is doing really bad. And so they're trying to overtake with what they can. And so, you know, when you get desperate, you do desperate things. You start to get in, be backed in a corner, even though they could literally leave the corner. Uh, you start to um, do things and lash out as best as possible. We're going to see how this one plays out in the world stage, because right now um, Russia could use a little bit of good PR and they could probably use a little time to stop fighting the Ukrainians. That would probably help in their PR campaign. Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen divorced after 13 years. The, the campaign for PR is officially done for these two. Apparently, apparently they are done. Uh, this year, where Tom Brady came back from retirement, unretired again to um, have a horrible season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and apparently horrible time with his, with his wife, who has been like, I've been hanging out with this guy for all this time and I want to go do stuff. Why is he doing this to me? It is real. We assume that there's deeper issues going on and, and, and because that's what happens. It's not just on the surface. Tom Brady decided he'd want to get in a camper with his wife. So, uh, so his wife decided she's going to leave with the kids. It's never quite that simple. But, you know, we'll find out more details than we need to going forward. But we do know that it's not rumored. It's not any sort of any window. It's official or about to be official. Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen are working towards a divorce after marriage of 13 years. Jake Paul knocks down MMA legend, scores decision, win to stay unbeaten. Uh, Paul beat Silva over the week, uh, showing that the 25-year-old now 6-0 and in the boxing ring uh, may actually be pretty good. He may actually have some talent going for Jake Paul so forced a very punchable face uh, is doing a good job of not getting punched and knocking people down in the actual ring as a professional boxer. Uh, we will see how long the legend goes. He's 25 years old. So he actually has a lot of time to fight if he wants to take this on and go for some sort of champion level purse. 
I don't think he's quite that good, but, you know, it shows that he has some talent. Of course, coming up this weekend, his brother Logan is going to do the fake fighting and he's going to wrestle the champion in the WWE, the universal champion, that being Roman Reigns. And, of course, that's being um, hailed as the one lucky punch. If Logan Paul gets a lucky punch, he could probably take down Roman Reigns. It doubt it's scripted that way, but we shall see. We do know that Jake Paul is um, knocking people down with not so much lucky punch, punches, but big punches. We'll see if this turns into storyline for the next couple of days before the Crown Jewel pay-per-view, which is Saturday. I think it starts at noon Eastern time. Bit of a tangent, but it's it fits. Patty Smith's rock and roll nigga quietly disappears from all streaming services. We said that very quickly, so hopefully we won't get any um, monetization issues going on. But did you know that she had a song called Rock and Roll N-Word? Did you know that? I didn't know that because I'm not the biggest fan of Patti Smith, but no, nope, music is fine. Apparently, it exists, and it's been on the streaming platforms all this time, and somebody just finally noticed, so it's been disappearing very quietly from all the streaming services. I don't know what the song sounds like. I don't particularly care, but it exists. So if you're really, really into it, check out the link and read about the story that's here. And I'm sure it's on YouTube someplace. I'm sure about, about 8,800 people put it on YouTube this weekend just because. And you can get the full gist of it. I don't know what it sounds like. I don't care. I'm glad it's gone, I guess. But I didn't know it existed. So how can you be still worried about things you didn't know existed? There are reasons. And there are people who you know will, will call for a free speech. But I'm pretty sure Patty Smith will probably go along with this one just to get her head out of the uh, drama. Let's go to Paul Pelosi, who secretly called 911 while in front of the intruder and spoke in code to dispatchers to convey what was happening. If you've been living under a rock, and that's the only way you can't know about this, Paul Pelosi, the husband of Nancy Pelosi, was at home in their um, California home over the weekend. Some dude broke in. We're not going to deal with his name. He broke in. We had zip ties and duct tape and was like, where's Nancy? He broke into the house, went into the bedroom where Paul Pelosi was sleeping at 2 a.m. saying, hey, where's Nancy? This turned into a thing. Paul Pelosi, since he dialed 911 and talked in code to the dispatcher or actually to the intruder. I guess, who are you? Why are you here? What's going on? While the dispatcher was able to listen to what was going on and make the details into something as a police report and was able to send police at a pretty quick clip. By the time police got there, it was Paul Pelosi and the intruder wrestling for a hammer. Not sure how the hammer got out there, but that was the first weapon Paul Pelosi had. Uh, the intruder was able to reach the hammer from Paul Pelosi, swing in a couple of times before he was taken down by police. Uh, he suffered a skull fracture and some other damage. He has um, gotten through the surgery fine for his issues and is recovering. Ms. Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, is now back in California, you know, with her husband as he convalesces to gets better from this one. If you had add this on your <coughs> weird political bingo card for the year, then you are lying because you did not have this. Um, the violence going up against people and the families of people who are in high political office is just going way out of control. And the really, really, really odd part about this is... Um, Somebody who, in the process of trying to assassinate JFK, decided someone decided that 
someone told them they had to go do this or the idea popped in your head that it was a great idea. Someone who decided to go assassinate Ronald Reagan had the idea that, hey, you know, it'd be great if I could assassinate Ronald Reagan. In fact, it was a ploy to impress an actress. Uh, that's an idea popped in your head. I'm going to impress this actress by killing the president of the United States. Somehow people are getting in their minds that they have control or a better control over these things and they should go out and do things uh kidnap governors and overtake uh wildlands and, and just uh, overthrow uh, governments on a whim and kidnap speakers of houses and beat their husbands in the head with hammers i don't understand where the process comes from but it's there and obviously we need to do more about it one thing we heard about in the story um is the amount of money being spent by various members of congress particularly right now and of course a lot of stuff going to uh, the Supreme court justice with what they're going on in their budgets for security because there is no security that comes to a senator or a congressperson they just get the rights to do whatever and there are some funds to help them pay for ex security but this comes out of their pocket aoc pays a lot of money out of pocket to make sure there are security folks around so when people want to yell and scream at her they can yell and scream at her from a distance because big dudes are like back away from alc this is getting weird this is getting bad hopefully we'll have some resolution to this story in particular but going forward i don't think it's going to get any less nuts i don't think so here's one a good palate cleanser cleanser if you will selena gomez drops by a regular place from her classic disney channel series there's pictures on the Instagram of Selena Gomez out there at the corner of Waverly Place in front of the, the restaurant, the building that was the backdrop for the, the fake backdrop, front drop, if you will, from the story from the Disney series, The Wizards of Waverly Place, essentially going back in time and going full circle to do that. Uh, just kind of a cute thing out there. Check it out. We needed something that was a bit lighthearted um, to go along with this next thing to kind of keep things from being too bad. This one. Black Adam leads so-so Halloween weekend with 27.7 million. Now, Black Adam had a huge crushing debut last week. Uh, not so crushing, but pretty gosh darn good as the top movie for the second week in a row, beating out the um, upstarts, um, including um, Ticket to Paradise and some other things that, that, that have released. The biggest one being the, the George Clooney, Julia Roberts uh, romantic theme of, think of a bobber. I'm not sure if romantic comedy with them. They're divorcees trying to stop a wedding from the kids or something like that uh i'm not gonna watch it my wife's gonna probably want me to watch it but we're not watching it if i have things seen but we're gonna watch black adam and then we're gonna watch um ant-man and then we're gonna watch some some loki because hopefully i get to win that battle let's talk about teases and this is a story that something that i might actually go watch jeff goldblum to play the wizard of oz he is slated to be the wizard or the wizard character in the upcoming movie version of wicked do you want to talk about this one it's very simple. You can make this happen. We'll talk about this tomorrow. If you decide this is a conversational story, go to our website. This is a conversation project.com or go directly to the links. We're going to tell you here and follow the links on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com slash. This is a conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. When you get there, you will see um, feeds because that's what they are, social media feeds. And they are fed every 50 minutes or so with a brand new news story headline and link engage with them like them love them hate them share them the more engagement you give to a story the higher a chance we have of talking about it tomorrow now for the rest of the week for tuesday through friday we're only going to give you eight stories in this uh video or podcast how are you getting this and eight stories from a 
group of 15 from the top three or so. So that's basically the top half of stories over a day. Today on our expanded universe, we're giving you uh, 10 stories from the top 30 from a span of the weekend, which is about 94 total stories all weekend long. So we get more stories going there. Uh, we also today are expanding to the J. Cleveland Payne Facebook page, J. Cleveland Payne um, uh, YouTube page, and J. Cleveland Payne's uh, LinkedIn page. So hello, folks out there. If you want to get this five days a week, make sure you are going to our website, this is a conversationproject.com, and you look for the links for our YouTube page for the conversation project and subscribe there. You get the notification as that goes on. In fact, that's exactly what I was supposed to say as I was supposed to click the next slide for. Um, oh, well, oh, we'll get there in a second. Let's talk what I'm actually supposed to say is the the ad part, the money part. And that's what we have here. And that is going to Blinkist. If you're a person who likes the way we do this thing to give you 10 stories fairly quickly uh, to go on your day and have your coffee chat too, you'll love Blinkist. Blinkist is an app that allows you to get more knowledge in less time. As it says, it takes full long books and breaks them down into the most important points called blinks that you can read or listen to in about 15 minutes. A standard book is done in 15 minutes or less in most times. A long form book, some of those books that may be 12 hours on a bridge, it can be knocked out in about 30 to 40 minutes at a time. And you can listen to all the big headlines, big main points of those books using Blinkist. They also do the same for some of the more popular podcasts. Uh, they call them shortcasts, or they take uh, a Malcolm Gladwell sort of warbler that goes 45 minutes to an hour, and they break it down, they re-edit it, they chop it down to the big important pieces, and you can knock that out in 15 minutes as well. So get in a lot of details. I will listen to a book on the way to work. I'll listen to a book on my way to sleep. That's spending 30 minutes getting two books read a day, essentially, by Blinkist. Check it out at this is a conversation project.com slash Blinkist. This is a conversation project.com slash Blinkist. This is an affiliate link. So we get a little bit back from you using this link, but it's going to cost you nothing more. And oh, by the way, Blinkist has a set. So you can actually share your Blinkist account with someone else. Two for one. Get in on it right now. It is Blinkist. And that's supposed to be really big because I'm you know, supposed to force you to you know see that and buy stuff. What's smaller is this is a conversation project.com. As I already said, jumping the gun on myself, check out the link. Uh, check out this link for our website. It has links to other links for uh, other sponsors, links for a way for you can partner up with us, keep things going. All the projects we have going on, links to our main page stuff. That's our main YouTube page, our podcast and things like that at the main website. This is a conversation project.com. The podcast is this thing with no video. So if you want to you just get the listen on uh, for bandwidth reasons or, or whatnot, about 10 minutes after we're done the video, it's uploaded. So you can get this on your podcast version, wherever your pods are cast, powered by PodPage if you're looking for there. But check it out, your podcast version coming up. Today things, these are the things that make this a fun morning showish thing. We start off with the day things with our birthdays on October 31st. These are people born on Halloween, the spooky day, starting off with Dan Rather, kicking it, kicking it well at 90 years old today. Lots of happy birthdays going out to him, I'm sure. Robert Van Winkle, i.e. Ice Ice Babies, Vanilla Ice is 55 years old on the day. And Leticia Wright, who is Shuri uh, in the Black Panther movies, she's a big deal with Black Panther coming out in a few weeks, Black Panther 2. 29 years old on the day. Had a bit of a scuffle, had a bit of some issues, uh, was some doing some anti-vaxxing sort of yakety yak and almost got herself kicked out of the movie to now be in what people are calling the best Marvel movie of the year. A great tribute to Chadwick Boseman, of all things. And, of course, it kind of a 
palate cleansing of a lot of stuff happening. So we're, when this comes out, there's going to be a lot of people seeing this as a way to just revive themselves. A lot of people looking at the positives for Black Panther 2. We hope that is going to be the case. Today, we're going to celebrate, get this, sneak some of the candy yourself before the kids start knocking day. It's a thing. So if you've got plenty of candy and it's right there by the door and you're just waiting for the kids to come around, eat some of it because you paid for it. It's your candy. It's not their candy. It's your candy. Eat your candy yourself before the kids come around. You know, those little nagging thieves. Um, it's it's a welfare state. So, you know, take your cut first and then give to what's going on. It's okay. Eat some of your candy before you hand it out. And this especially helps out if you're people joining the long line. A lot of people joining the full-size candy revolution. We quite are. This is our first year in a house in a new place where we think we'll get trick-or-treaters. We lived in the house for a decade and there were no kids and no sidewalks. Very, very dark. Trick-or-treating didn't happen where we were. This night, we're pretty excited until we see we have no trick-or-treaters. And we'll shut the lights and, you know, go to bed, which is what we've been doing for a decade. One last thing going out of the door, and this has to do with the season and fall and the falling of the leaves. There you go. With leaves falling, many are now pressing pressing homeowners to not bag their leaves and instead mow them and leave them in the lawn. Every year, 8 million tons of leaves are put into plastic bags and sent to landfills, which is wasteful on a couple of different counts. When sent to landfills, the leaves don't have enough oxygen to properly decompose and will release a non-considerable amount of methane. Wow. Leaves help grass by decaying and putting nutrients back into the soil. And this is something that, you know, sort of happened for some times in my yard where um, essentially I just got lazy and didn't work these for a long period of time until someone was like, dude, can I do your leaves for some money? And I'd say yes real quickly. Uh, leaves back in the day, people would just basically dump them in the river and just kind of get rid of them, push them in places, set them on fire, all that good stuff. All those things bad for the environment. Composting them, chopping them up and putting them back in the yards is great, except when you have a whole lot of leaves and we have like nine, 10 bags of leaves in front of our house uh, that we did for the early batch. And of course more leaves will come down later on. It's sort of a curse of trying to be ahead of things, but it is what it is. And this was what it was and what it was, was things you might not have heard for Monday, October 31st, 2022. I am Jay Cleveland Payne. Thank you so much for being a part of the ride we have here for this Shizzo. Uh, if you have any comments, complaints, or concerns, just reply back in whatever form that you actually watch this thing in or listen to because it's a podcast audio as well. And let me know. We are working our best to make some improvements, some things good, some things bad. I got my new lights in, but I got my old lights in front of them, so I have some shadows uh, coming through. So I'll work on that over the next couple of days because now I've got to find a place to move the move things out of the way, get them in order. Uh, it's it is what it is behind the scenes, way too much information. So we'll do that. And we'll just wrap up, stay hydrated, stay limber and stay on task for all the great grand super things that you are meant to do and happy freaking Halloween. Eat some candy today and then buy a bunch of uh, half price candy tomorrow because life is all about half price candy. In the meantime, our lives is basically about posting news stories every 50 minutes. We've got some work to do to get you guys going check it out all day long check out the feeds and let us know what stories we'll be yakking up on november 1st that's tomorrow from things you might have heard brought to you by the conversation project brought to you by more better media l l c